0: Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So glad to be with you again this week. We are excited about everything that's going on. Let me start by saying thank you so much for joining us for Live to Lead Oklahoma City 2021. What an amazing time we had. And I want you to know that you can bring Live to Lead to your organization for a private showing and we can redo the event for you with your organization, All you need to do is email me at rpain at onevoiceinc.org, onevoicein dot o r g rpain, and we will get you information, and we will find out how we can best serve your organization, how you can benefit from the wonderful speakers, John Maxwell, Jamie Kern Lima, Valerie Burden, Ed Milet. I mean, the list just goes on and on. So you want to make sure uh, we had uh, Jeff Henderson there as well. Uh, John Maxwell was amazing. You can benefit. And we've got some customized programs we can put together for you to add value in your office. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, rating, liking, and sharing. And then, of course, follow us on social media on all of our platforms, at Rodney R. That's Facebook. Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok, and we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us, comment so that we can get back with you. Listen, I want to hop into today's topic. I'm really excited about the growth we're seeing in the entrepreneurial space, we're seeing leaders transition. We're we're in one of the most uh, exciting times of business uh, in our history. Uh, you say exciting, well, I do say exciting because in the pandemic, we've been forced to pivot. We've been forced to be creative. We found ways to, to make things work. We found new places, uncharted territory. We've been pioneers, trailblazers to make sure that we have a sustainable brand and business. And one of the things that people are going out there and you start your business or you're building your team or you're growing, and I want to use for a topic today, really answer the question. I want you to answer the question for me. Do you have a reason to believe. Do you have a reason to believe? Many people believe that they are the difference maker. They've got the it factor. They have what it takes. They can make this thing work. They have what you can't live without. They are transcendent. They are life changers. They are game changers. And they believe and they believe they have a reason to believe but you, perhaps you're struggling and you're not getting where you want to get fast enough and it seems like you're running into the same roadblocks over and over again. I want to ask you, do you have a reason to believe. Do you have a reason to believe in the product? Do you believe have a reason to believe in your brand? Do you have a reason to believe that you can actually make a difference? Do you have a reason to believe? And I want to submit to you that the answer is yes. If you have this thing that burns in your belly, you have this fire and you know what your product is, you know what your service is, you know what you want your brand to look like and maybe you haven't made it yet, but I want you to know you have a reason to believe. So I want to give you five questions today that will help you determine uh, if you have a reason to believe. And and also, when you shore up these areas and, I, and, and work through these processes, it's going to put you where you need to be. So uh, do you have a reason to believe? Well, in order to know if you have a reason to believe, you first have to uh, identify what deters you, what detours you? What what gets you off focus? What gets you off course? So many times there are many things that happen that are unnecessary that capture our attention and that move us off of our focus. So we have plans for the day or plans for the week. We've charted out our course, but something pops in and we allow those things to distract us or perhaps we hang out with people uh, in places and do things that that get us off track. There was a time in my uh, career that I would spend time daily at certain establishments with a certain group of people. The establishment was great, the people were great, but they were both counterproductive to my purpose. And so it was a deterrent to me getting where I needed to be. So it's important that you identify what deters you and what gets you off course so that you can remove that And modify that so that you can reach your full potential. If you want a reason to believe, you have to learn how to mitigate and navigate detours so that you can get where you want to be and have a reason to believe. Um, When I identified some things that were detouring me, uh, listen, I completed not one but two books in half the time, less than half the time, in a fraction of the time that I had spent writing on the books prior to. By removing one detour, it it regained some focus in my life and allowed me to perform at optimal levels. Why? Because I was no longer caught off guard by the detour. The other thing is not a detour, but, but number two is what detains you? What detains you? There are some things that detour you and grab your attention. There are other things that become quicksand in your life and literally detain you. They get you stuck. Being stuck is completely different than being detoured. Detour, you're moving, you're you're doing things, but when you are stuck, now you cease to have any productivity at all identifying things that will do that to you are critical because you can't deal with what you can't identify. So when you're looking for what detains you or what gets you stuck, a lot of times that can be prevented In a proactive approach, when you give yourself, sometimes you just get completely tired and worn out. You lose your creativity. You lose your energy. There are things that you can do proactively to avoid those pitfalls. So if you know that you have low energy, you want to look into things like your diet, your exercise regimen, things of that nature that will help you to manage your energy. When you have other things from your detour times that got you off course now you've internalized things or you take on someone else's problems and that gets you stuck or 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 you get into a, a creative space and it's not working or you've had some bad times I think that one of the things that, that helps when you find yourself stuck is if you're if you can identify why you're there perhaps you just took a loss and you didn't win a deal and that can be demotivating and when you have a demotivating situation how do you overcome that well recently, I was in a situation and I I saw a team member go through a very difficult time. Well, how the leader responded was the leader went to that team member and said, hey, listen, take the day off, come back tomorrow, ready to go. In other words, I don't want you stuck in this place that could be repetitive. It can come over and over again, take some time, clear your head, uh, do some self-care, and then come back and re-engage. So you want to be careful to, to not... Have the same thing over and over that continually detains you. It happens time and time again. Identify that and let's get to the root of the problem. And I believe that prevention is easier than uh, than going and redeeming. It's easier to to prevent something than to recover from something. So what you do is you identify what detains you and then figure out some things you can put in place proactively to help you that when you slip, you don't slip so far. Or when you're stuck, you're not stuck as long. Uh, so I want you to do things that, that not necessarily ritualistically. So I don't believe you have to do it at the same time in the same way every single day. But I do believe you need to give yourself some various things that you put into your life to take care of you. There are things that I do to take care of my mind. There are things that I do to take care of my body. And there are things that I do to take care of my spirit. You all know I'm a person of faith. So I believe that I've got to have all of those working in order to not get stuck in some places that truly I could avoid. So number one, you want to answer the question, what detours you? Number two, answer the question, what detains you? Now, number three, Let's go a little bit even bigger than that. What drains you? There are some things that get you stuck and there are some things that just suck the life out of you. They're completely different. So it's not about no longer being in a creative space or being able to get my head in the game. This is that I am just so exhausted with everything going on around me. A lot of times what drains a person is external to the person. As a leader, we have got to learn how to properly categorize the challenges that we face externally. We've got to learn what is an external problem and what's an internal problem. I used to say, what gets my face time? What allows me, what, what do I give my attention to? So I've got to be able to clearly identify things and people that are draining to me because that's counterproductive. If every time I'm around a certain person, I find myself drained and I it zaps the energy out of me, it negatively impacts my attitude, I've got to figure out a way to deal with that. I have to figure out either we repair that relationship, remove ourselves from that relationship. I'm talking about business relationships, uh, things that, that would help. We have to figure out what's going on there. Um, so um, exiting a relationship is not always the best strategy, but there are many times we need to make sure that we address what's going on and what is taking the energy out of you. I know you know this person. I, I I wish I could see you right now. Do you know the person that when you see their name on your caller ID, the life begins to leave you? You begin to change your entire countenance and disposition. Your attitude begins to change because you know that talking to this person is going to be a problem. Well, I'm not suggesting that you don't ever talk to that person, but you have to be the manager or of your own time. You have to be the gatekeeper of your own time and put in place boundaries and places where it's okay and where you can handle that, but you cannot allow uh, in the middle of a big project when you know that's what the call is, that call you may have to let go to voicemail and, and then we'll catch it later when you have time, you have a clear head, you have some things some downtime, but it's critical to deal with what drains you. You have to identify it and figure out how to deal with it. And sometimes that's going to be removal. Sometimes it's going to be addressing. A lot of times people have no idea what they're doing to you or what role they play in your life or how they impact you. If you don't have that conversation, no one can ever know. So you have to learn to articulate uh, and express what's going on in these various relationships so that we cannot be drained. Uh, Detours are going to be things that catch my eye that cause me to go one way or the other. Uh, Things that uh, detain me uh, are going to be things that I allow to get me stuck and remove my creativity. Things that drain me are going to be things that are zapping my energy completely, and I don't want to be in those situations, so I have to learn how to manage those processes. And sometimes your detour can become a detain, which can ultimately drain you, so it can end up being interconnected, so it's important that you address these things clearly so that you can increase your productivity. Listen, you are listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney. Pain. I'm so glad to be with you. And let's continue on our topic. Do you have a reason to believe, to believe? We've asked three questions so far. I want to ask you just a couple of more questions Then you consider these, and we're going to get you home from here. Yes, we've talked about what detours, drains, or detains you. But now we want to talk about what develops you. What develops you? What develops you is going to let you know whether or not you have a reason to believe. If you have created one product and you are only doing that One thing and one thing well, which is great to do one thing well, but if there's no growth, then that one thing, if you lose it, then what do you have? So, regardless of your business or your product, development is critical. So, what develops you? And this question could actually be split into two what develops you and who develops you? The what would be the academia and the resources, the who would be the mentors and the personnel, the coach. So, you want to make sure that you have a what and a who that are developed developing you that are continuing to uh, hold you accountable, uh, continue to develop processes and systems with you, continue to challenge you, continue to give you an external view of what's going on in your world to help you identify what detours you, what detains you, and what drains you, to help you figure out what develops you. I am a proponent of continuing education, and whether it's in a formal setting or whether informal setting is not so much as important to me as the fact that you have to have quality quality continuing education. That's the development component. Are are you reading publications in your industry? Are you taking any classes? Are you uh, in in the know, if you will, on reading books uh, and having a knowledge base? People who are successful are ingesters of information. And so you have to spend the time and and equally as important, the resources to make sure that you're developed. If you have a, if you want to know if you have a reason to believe, the question will be: Are you investing in your development? I listen. I know that sometimes a, a coach can be expensive. It could be, a, a, or uh, you know, self-help guides, books, resources, programs can have cost to them. But I want you to know that when you look at hiring a coach, and I believe everyone should have a coach. So when you look at hiring a coach, that should not be an expense. It should be an investment that pays dividends. By the, For the time you spend with your coach, you should be productive, see an increase in who you are, your revenues, and your performance. That. Your coach, their primary objective is is simple, to get you from where you are to where you want to be. So when you take the time to invest in your development, then you know you have a reason to believe because that means you're putting yourself in a position to get better every day in a position to go from good to great, in a position to go from status quo to trendsetter. That's what happens when you spend the time to develop yourself. And all information is not good information. So you have to make sure that you're in the right spot with the right place, getting the right information. Uh, One caveat here, I do believe in diversified sources of input. So I don't read all of just one author, although I have some favorites. I like to spread it out and get more perspectives. Even if I don't agree with all the perspectives, it gives me a more well-rounded view and allows me to interact well with others. I have a reason to believe because I am willing to invest in my growth. How about you? Do you have a reason to believe? Are you willing to invest in your development? So we've talked about the challenges. The challenges are what detours you, what detains you, and what drains you. Now we're talking about how to get there, what develops you or who develops you. Now the last one, number five, is where it all meets the road. What drives you? this is how you know if you have a reason to believe if what drives you is bigger than you then you have a reason to believe if you've got someone or a cause out there that you believe in and that you have got to be successful not just for this generation but to be a legacy beyond your time to make a difference to help people every day to deliver services and products that are going to make a difference in the life of people and their experience i want you to know you have a reason to believe Uh, I I love the Chick-fil-A story. Uh, They didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Uh, They made it popular to say the phrase, my pleasure to make it, make customer service the very best thing. And so now going to have a chicken sandwich is going to be an experience that you feel good about. You'll have quick service. You're going to have a uh, polite and friendly and courteous service. And you're going to have someone who looks like they genuinely care if you have a good time while eating your chicken sandwich. What drives you? What do you have? What is your product? What is your service? What are you bringing to the table? And are you making a a difference in the lives of people. What drives you? Is it bigger than you? Uh, what is it? Is it is it a, a spiritual thing? Is there a family thing? Is there a community thing? What makes you want to get up when everybody else is in the bed? What makes you want to stay up when everyone has already gone to bed? What makes you want to keep on going when it may feel like no one's listening? If you can answer that question, the answer to your question is: Do you have a reason to believe? Is Yes, you have a reason to believe And because you have a reason to believe You can't quit now You can't give up now Go back and identify what deters you What detains you What drains you Then go back and make sure you're using the right resources to develop you And then remember You are driven You have a purpose You have a motivation This is your why Go do it Yes, you have a reason to believe And I know that you can do it. Let me just say this. I'll tell you a story. I I wrote a book a few years back and and it took me seven years to write the book. Um, What deterred me from writing the book and got me off course was I didn't know if I could write a book. Um, I, I got stuck. I was detained because I didn't know how to write a book. And what drained me was that I never wrote the book. It was draining to feel like a failure. So I began to listen and read books of authors, and, and, and then I began to develop myself, uh, and, and I've been successful in many other things. So I began to transfer my processes of success to my book writing and began to set some goals and some timelines and made some commitments. And then what, what, what was a driver for me was not that I was going to be the author of a published book, but rather that I believed that the information contained in the book would be helpful to people. And that has been the case, my friends. And so if you know what drives you, you'll never quit. If you know your why, you will never stop. So I know it's been tough sometimes as a leader. I know it's been discouraging, but I want to encourage you today that you have a reason to believe and the world is counting on you to deliver what's in you, yes, You have a reason to believe. Listen, thank you so much for joining me today. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. You're listening to Speaking with One Voice. Don't forget, you can have your own personal live-to-lead conference at your office. Simply reach out to me, rpain at onevoiceinc.org for more information. We'll get back with you and tell you how we can customize a solution just for your team, and you and your team can enjoy some wonderful content, and we can also customize a solution around that, make it a one-day deal for you, and come in and get your office fired up because your office has a reason to believe. Also, I've got some specials on my website, so stop by and see us, onevoiceinc.org. Follow us on social media, at Rodney R. Payne, all of our platforms. Please like it and press uh, a notification so that you can know uh, when we have New information coming out. Listen, it's been my pleasure to hang out with you again this week on Speaking with One Voice. I'm your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Let's keep growing together.